Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Viva Artistry Podcast. I've been dying to do this, okay? It's taken months, but here we are. I'm going to be talking all things lash artistry, business, personal life, finding a balance, and I'm really excited to share all of my wisdom with you. I've been lashing for about five years now, and I definitely can say that I have a tidbit or two to share. So, my first topic today is going to be geared towards my beginner lash artist. This is everything that a beginner lash artist needs to know. First things first, do not be afraid to take free clients. This is so essential when starting lashing. I cannot stress it enough. You need the practice in order to feel like you're at a place where you can charge and you're not jipping your clients. For you to charge over $100 a set, and it's taking you over four hours to do your set, it's not really ethical in my opinion. Like I feel like taking four hours on a classic set is you're still practicing. Getting the clientele is probably the hardest thing for you beginners. What I recommend is taking 10 free clients, and I say this to all my trainees, take 10 free clients, ask them to refer you for a free fill. So now you have 20 clients. Yeah, you're doing free sets, but those clients are gonna be returning most likely because now they trust you, they've been to you twice, they're not gonna go anywhere else. Gradually increase your pricing after that. Do not jump in to $100 lash pricing. I'm telling you, you're not gonna do good work, the client's gonna feel gypped, it's just an uncomfortable situation. You know you're charging premium pricing and it's taking you six hours to do a set and you know it's not that good, like how are you gonna feel about yourself? You should really charge what you think your worth is at the time being. When I first started, I was charging nothing, obviously, and then I gradually made my way up. So I think I was charging like $65 a set, maybe 70 a set um, for all lash sets, classic, hybrid, volume. I just wanted the experience. 70 seemed like a lot to me at the time because I was working a job that I was making $12.50 at an hour and I'm now making 70 in like three hours. To me, that was a lot. So I charged that price for a pretty long time until I felt like, you know what, I think I need to raise my prices for volume at least because it does take some more time. I was starting to learn volume fanning, which a whole other ball game. So I charged 90 and even then I still felt bad. I was like, oh, I'm charging $90. Like that's nearly $100. But then if you look at the market, people are charging 200. My prices now are like, yeah, obviously they've like doubled, nearly tripled since then. But at the time it didn't feel right because I looked at my work and I looked at the work of those who did charge high pricing and I'm like, can I compete with that? And if I can't, that means I need to eat trash a little bit to get to that place where I have the practice to then charge that price. So I would recommend being honest with yourself, sitting down, covering your expenses, seeing what you need to charge to at least just cover the basics. Then go from there. We're in a recession, everything's inflated crazy, and getting into the lash industry, you're probably itching to make $100 an hour, but 
I cannot stress this enough. Be patient. The money will come, but you have to be honest with yourself first about your worth. All right. Client consultations. You guys, client consultations are the most important part of a lash session. If you can't understand your client's needs, the entire set doesn't mean anything. All that time that you just spent doing their lashes doesn't mean anything. You need to get clear on what the client wants and clear on what you can do for the client. If you can't do what the client is asking you to do, you need to communicate that. To me, honesty is key and that's how I feel like I've been able to differentiate myself with the rest of the crowd. If I can't do something or I feel like it's unethical for me to do it, I will straight up tell my client, I can't do this because your lashes are this short and you want lashes this long, okay? It's not gonna work for me, you can go somewhere else. I'm sure somebody else will do that for you, but not me. I'm not gonna put my ethics aside for money. That's one thing I've never done and I don't recommend anybody to do this. Your clients are more likely to stick with you for the long haul if you are honest with them. I still make sure to give them what they want, but maybe I can't give them that ideal image of what they want. For example, let's say a client comes in and they have stubby little lashes and they want lashes this long. Okay, so I'm gonna be honest with them. I'm gonna be like, listen, we can't give you both length and volume, so which one do you want more? And we kind of go from there and diagnose the situation. Lash extensions are meant to be healthy for the lashes anyways. So if you're making it an unhealthy process, what is the point of eyelash extensions? This is why we have a bad reputation because there are people out there doing unethical work. Like if you at least don't care about your client's lashes, care about your reputation. Somebody's gonna find out at one point or another. So I definitely recommend staying true to yourself, being honest, doing ethical work, this is going to give you longevity in your career, 100%. Next thing, ladies, if you don't have your isolation down, you might as well just not even lash, okay? The point of lashes is to keep the natural lashes healthy. So if you're gluing them all together, that's obviously unethical. Not only that, your client is going to be wondering, why are my lashes falling out in clumps? This is what we're trying to avoid with eyelash extensions. So you want to make sure you're isolating properly, take your time, use different isolation techniques. There's many videos on the internet about how to isolate better. Um, do not worry about speed if your isolation isn't good. The last thing you need to worry about is rushing through a set if you're not isolating properly. Get the isolation down, take your time. The health of your client's lashes is way more important than their time. And I guarantee you, Nine out of 10 of your clients are going to say, I care about my eyelash health more than I care about sitting here for four hours. So definitely take that into consideration. Next thing, this kind of goes hand in hand with isolation. You need to check your work. This is so important, just as important as it is isolating. If you don't check your work, you can let your client leave with clumps of lashes stuck together and you didn't even realize it because you thought you were isolating properly. So you need to go back, check your work. Even if you think you did something right, just make sure. You know what I used to do? I used to check it from the top view. And then I used to dry their eyes off and check it when their eyes are open. And I used to say, okay, is this the style that we want? And I used to ask my client, I still do, is this what you're going for? 
we can make any changes at this point if you'd like to. So I definitely check my work from all angles because I want to make sure the client is going home happy. Invest in courses. This is so incredibly important. And it's something that I didn't value at first because I was trying to save my money. But what ended up happening down the line is I messed up a lot, wasted a lot of time, wasted a lot of money because I was afraid of investing my money in my business to start. That fear of making that initial investment is actually going to cost you more time and money down the line. I know this from personal experience. I've gotten into sticky situations and I didn't really have a mentor there to help guide me. And honestly, I think that's so important. In my lash course, I offer ongoing mentorship. So if my students need anything, they can always ask me because that's something I wish I would have had. I just kind of felt like left out in the dust to figure it out myself. And I had no idea what I was doing. It wasn't until years down the line that I finally invested in a couple of courses. They didn't recertify me, but it doesn't even matter because there are so many courses out there that can teach you so many things that a whole certification maybe wouldn't teach you. Getting recertified doesn't mean that you're any more credible. There are many other courses that can direct you in that same path and actually give you more information than just a regular lash course could give you. There are styling courses out there. There's wispy courses out there. There's social media courses. There's business courses, all kinds of courses. doesn't mean you have to go and get recertified. Just take an extra course or two that can help you build on the skills that you already have. That's something I learned. I spent so much money in courses. Had I had done that sooner, I probably wouldn't have wasted all the other money that I have trying to figure out how to manage this entire thing. All right. It gets easier with practice. You just have to keep practicing. Don't compare yourself to others. I did that a lot when I first started. It's really disheartening when you look on Instagram and you see all this beautiful work. Picture perfect work. Don't compare yourself. Take your time. Know that you will get there with practice. Don't be afraid to take free clients. This is super essential when starting out. Lastly, track your income and expenses. This is something I definitely did not do when I first started. And my mom kept telling me, you need to do this. You need to track this. You need to track that. And I'm like, oh, it's too much work. Girl, this is so important when it comes to tax season. You can write off pretty much everything if you're doing it right. You want to have it all tracked in one place. I'm really lazy, so I just use QuickBooks to do all that for me. Um, also, everything kind of goes through Square, so I get to see what transactions I'm, I'm getting. And if I get paid anywhere else, I log in into Square. So I like to keep everything in one spot so that I'm not scrambling last minute. Make it really easy on yourself. You can even just do a spreadsheet if you want. Like I use softwares because it makes my life easy, but if you're a spreadsheet girly, go ahead, do that. Thank you for joining me on my first ever podcast episode. If you guys have any other questions, especially you beginners out there, do not hesitate to ask me. I'm here for y'all. See you on the next episode.